Hey there, welcome to LSAT Demon Daily. I'm Matt Dumont. That's Ben Olson. He's the founder of LSATdemon.com and the weekly podcast of LSAT, uh, of Thinking LSAT podcast with Nathan Fox. Um, my boss, my boss is uh, super thrilled to be here. We got a email here from Anonymous. You want to read it, Ben? Sure. It says, I just finished my junior year of undergrad and took a law school prep course. A law school prep course? Yeah, I don't know what that means. Yeah, okay. In this course, we talked about the character and fitness test when applying to law schools. Wow. This seems like the cart way before the horse, but Way before the horse. The instructor said that we must disclose any moving traffic citations, speeding, running a red light, etc. However, when I go and read law school admissions, character and fitness disclosures, they say that minor moving vehicle violations do not need to be mentioned. I have quite a few speeding tickets. It's a 16-hour drive for me from college to back home. I also travel a lot. I've driven from Mississippi to New Mexico, Maryland to Montana, Mississippi to Maine, etc. What do I need to disclose? But <laughs> I have to pause for a second. So Anonymous, you're saying you have a bunch of speeding tickets because you drive a lot? I mean, there are people who drive all the time and never go that fast truckers for instance drive all <laughs> yeah. the time and probably don't get too many speeding tickets <laughs> yeah okay it's kind of a, this could be an interesting lsat uh, logical reasoning question but um if anything should i write an addendum will law school admissions really care about my speeding tickets sorry be- my speeding because of tickets uh so here's the thing that i'm going to tell you as someone who is currently going through the character and fitness process with my state bar um, that okay. I'm hoping to be admitted to. Yep, and you're trying to get into Maryland? Maryland, yep, because I graduated mm-hmm. from Maryland. I'm going to uh, hopefully practice in Maryland, and I'm going through that currently. Um, I forgot about a speeding ticket that I got when I was like 19 years old because I'm an older um, applicant. I, uh, I'm i not saying I forgot because I was older, but it had been a fair amount of time. <laughs> it had been like 17 years between when I got the ticket and when I applied to law school or somewhere okay. around that, yep, I forgot about it. My particular school requested any violations of any sort of the law during any time in your life. Wow. And so different schools require different things. Some schools are like, hey, uh, uh, traffic tickets, like a singular traffic ticket doesn't matter. Some schools will say traffic tickets in general don't matter. Read very carefully what they do, what they do require, and answer it explicitly to the level that they're looking for. Because if you don't, I did not, you're going to have to go through a process in order to update your record. I, through doing my due diligence for my character and fitness stuff for my state bar, rediscovered this traffic ticket from now 22 years ago or whatever it is. And I had Mm. to email my school and say, hey, I have this traffic ticket. I have disclosed it on my character and fitness. I went back and looked at my Maryland application and realized that I had not disclosed it to you. Uh, That is an omission on my part. I I had forgotten about it. My bad. I apologize. I was not trying to mislead anyone by doing this or anything like that. And I now know that that's a ding on my character and fitness to the state bar from my law school. 
when they sent in my form, it says, is there any character and fitness things that we should be aware of that your school is aware of? And the school chucked yes, and then included this omission after the fact towards that. Now, is it a major violation? Is it a major thing? No, it was a speeding ticket when I was 19 years old. I'm almost 40. Is it a problematic red flag that I now have to have a discussion with someone about because I didn't submit this information when I applied to law school? Absolutely. And I want to be very clear to you, um, Anonymous here, if you have quite a few speeding tickets, you probably need to disclose that because they're going to say something like, if you have one or two moving violations, it's not a problem. However, if you have a pattern that shows some sort of character and fitness question, a lot of times having a pattern of speeding tickets does rise to that level. I would ask and then disclose exactly what they're looking for. Nothing more, nothing less. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, good luck. Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> Don't make excuses for your speeding tickets, by the way. Yeah. Like, oh, I drive a lot. Therefore I have a lot. Yeah. Um, that's going to make you look silly. Just disclose what you have to disclose and hopefully stop getting them. So yeah. at some point you can write one sentence that says, since X date, I have received no <laughs> more tickets. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got to stop. <laughs> yeah. And, and just to be clear, I don't think the schools are going to care so much mm-hmm. unless you like committed a felony in the last year or so or last five years or whatever. They're not going to care about your even your probably your pattern of speeding tickets. But if you don't disclose it to them and you were supposed to and then you have to disclose it for your state character and fitness, that's where it becomes a problem. That's where it raises a red flag. And so be really careful about what you must disclose to them. If it's going to conflict at all with your character and fitness, it will create a problem. You know, finally, I have to wrap up this email by saying, hey, Anonymous, um, you're in your junior year of undergrad. Yeah. You shouldn't be worrying about character and fitness so much. You should be thinking about your grades. That's what you need to be working on now. And then once your grades are... 4.0 or work, you know, from this point forward, uh, they may not be in the past, but from this point forward, then you can focus on LSAT. Then you can focus on applying and start thinking about these things. But this is like so far ahead of schedule. Law school prep course raises a lot of red flags from my brain, especially if they're talking about like character and fitness stuff. I I would expect a law school prep course to be teaching you maybe how to brief a case and your school should be doing that for free through some like zero L videos or whatever. If you're ever being like, oh yeah, this prep course, five grand, like do not pay for that stuff. You can get it for free on Coursera. Well, even even if your course is, your school is doing it for free, you almost have to think that they're doing it to try to get you to go to their law school. Right. So they're probably gonna say some crazy things like, hey, you can't improve on the LSAT. This- I, I was <laughs> yeah. referring to something that for like is admitted incoming students where it's yeah. like, Hey, during uh, orientation, you take like a zero L class through your school to like get accommodated and, and comfortable with what law school is. Um, if you're paying for prep or if there's like some admissions angle towards it, who run away? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Email daily at LSATdemon.com if you'd like to ask us a question or share some LSAT or law school admissions news. Thanks for listening.